This is the Podcast Inc. production. Booyah! This is the moment podcasting fans listening around the world have been waiting for. Coming to you not so live from a listening device of your choice. It's time! Podcasting out of this corner, a mixed martial talker, holding no professional record. He stands at six feet one and one half inches tall, weighing in at whatever he feels like, hailing out of Toronto, Ontario, Canada, presenting the sometimes angry, always funny, Self-proclaimed podcasting champion of the world, Steve Fingerstyles! So, welcome to another rendition of the podcast. I am here once again, always again, and brought to you by First World Collectibles, if you're into nerd culture, if you're into sports memorabilia, if you're into wrestling memorabilia, please visit firstrow.ca. Use promo code THEPODCAST20 to receive 20% off. They got a ton of stuff from the wrestling world, signed memorabilia, all the major sporting leagues, old comic books, new comic books. You want it, they got it. Best thing is they ship worldwide even better. They update daily, so please visit them at firstrow.ca. If you're into video games and books, please visit bossfightbooks.com for great books on classic video games. You'll find titles like NBA Jam, Final Fantasy VI, Parappa the Rappa, and so many others. Everything you see on their website is available in paperback and ebook format, so please check them out at bossfightbooks.com. And if you want to support me directly, you can visit my merchandise store at tpublic.com or scroll down on today's device it's a better right there in the description click on that link takes you right to the merchandise store i got everything from hoodies to t-shirts travel mugs phone cases anything you need or want it is there but the easiest thing the best thing the freest thing to do to support the show is rate subscribe review on all major platforms most specifically apple podcasts tune in soundcloud spotify and iHeartRadio. so this week i'm joined by two returning guests first up you may have seen him wrestle for such promotions as House of Glory, CZW, House of Hardcore, and AEW, to name just a few. He is Player One, the Game Changer, Big Game, Leroy. Yo, what's up, guys? Good to be back. Nice to be speaking with y'all. Excited to be on here. Chatting no, it up. Thanks for being here, Leroy. And like I said, we are not alone. Second up. You may have heard him rapping on AEW's Top Flight and Commander's Entrance theme, along with being featured on AEW Fight Forever and Who We Are, hip-hop recording artist, Rated R. Hey guys, what's up y'all? What's this, number three, number four? We, we... <laughs> this would be number three, I think, my friend, that we're doing. Oh, it's my third one. Let's go. There you go. There you go. You got to go for the record. You got to go for the 16, 17 time. 
<laughs> that's so okay. Charlotte's gonna have like 25 by the time she's done, so that's gonna be the real record. Actually, that's a good <laughs> point. Nah, but they've been slowing her down because usually she have a title by now. They've been they've been kind of like nah, yeah, usually average, but like two wins a year, two titles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, I think they conscious of it, so they kind of slowing her down since Vince not in charge. <laughs> Try to give other people a chance, you know what I mean? Yeah, I guess. <laughs> that is true. That you is hold true. That title for another five years. <laughs> no kidding. Well, big game, Leroy, my friend. It's been a while. Last time we talked, you just visited Toronto. You're up here. You wrestled up here. You did the road trip and all that fun stuff. Now you're back in the states. Haven't been doing your thing recently, but instead of doing your thing and on the recovery end, what has been keeping you busy during all these months off, my friend? Oh man, uh, obviously video games. And uh, when you tear your ACL, they, you know, you, you right after surgery, you know, you're you're stuck in bed for a good amount of time. That's a perfect time to get back into games. And really, like, like, and I'm always playing, but like, it was like, oh, I'm just playing nonstop. Like, I felt like I was like 15 again. Where like, remember those Saturday, <laughs> like Saturdays where you would get to the weekend and you just play a game all day. Right. Like, you don't take a break. You don't do nothing else. You just you're just playing a game. That's what somebody got to remind you to eat, right? Oh, exactly. You're like, oh, it's not. Oh, 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 it's like 9 p.m. I have it. I eat it all day. Um, But no, and it was, it was, there was some good timing in the injury time period because uh, I had pre-ordered the new Zelda, Tears of the Kingdom, and uh, so I had gotten her in. I got her in March, and I had surgery in April, and then um, I think like literally a week or two later. I felt like a week. I might be wrong on the dates, but like it felt like a week later, I got Zelda, and then I was just playing it. Like I literally just was going right into it, and I was like, oh, "Perfect, something to just like lose myself in nonstop." And then um, early on, before Zelda came out, I was playing a ton of Persona Five. Oh, um, that was a game that I like really. I I, I actually initially got in the pandemic because it was on sale, it was super cheap, but a lot of hours, a lot of time, and like I would just get very like, okay. I need to take a break. I put 200 hours in, and I think I'm halfway through the game. <laughs> then my friends would be like, yeah, you're not halfway through the game, man. You're like... <laughs> I've been trying to tell Steve about turn-based. Yeah, I mean, you know what I mean? <laughs> it's hard. See, I'm old school turn-based. Turn I like base, I like my original go, Final man. Fantasies. I like my Super Mario RPG, which now I'm playing, and I'm loving the shit out of it. And speaking of going back to your childhood, like all these childhood memories are... Because when... When that came out, I believe I was like 12 or 13 when it originally dropped. And yes, that's how old I am. So, all right. So, I used to play it when I was younger. So, now to play it as an adult and to see it through the lens as an adult, it's like I still get the same feels as I did back then. And it's like all these stuff, all the stuff is coming up. I don't know if you guys get those same feels when you play remakes of games when you played as, as kids. Now that you play as adults and it's like, oh, fuck, this is why I used to love video games. Yeah, with the Super Mario one in particular... Like, my story with that is similar. Like, I was maybe, like, 8, 9, but it came out. My birthday's in August, and my best friend at the time's birthday was in September. He got it for a birthday gift. So he was like, yo, you got to play this game. We didn't, <laughs> like, I dabbled in RPGs at the time, but right. not, they didn't know what they were 
Icely Cold till Super Mario RPG came out and labeled it. It's like all oh, those the games where you gotta pick what you do. Like so, we <laughs> yeah. just, so that's how I kind of got. That's how it became in our lexicon. Like well, we knew what the RPG was because of that title. But the, I just say that to say over the years I done played that game so many times, and I dread playing a remake again because I don't want to get to I don't want to get to Yoshi Island and you got to do the melody and the tap hole pond. Like I'm, I hate that part. And I'm not trying to do that again. I like. <laughs> Like, I just you, did you, that. You gotta get the, yeah, you know what I'm talking about, right? With the notes. I just did it. What a bitch. Yeah. Nah, I, I hate it. I hate it. All right. Like, it makes me not want to play the game again. Like, because every time I get to that part, yeah, because it's like, yo, I used to remember it. Like, I, I would forget, and I'll be like, yo, I'm going to play my real RPG again. And then I get to the part, and like, oh, yeah, this is why I'm going to play this game. Right? That's hilarious. Now I don't forget why I don't play it no more. Like, no. Besides that, though, you love it, though. And, uh, yeah, I do. I love, like, the, um, the extra content. When you um when you battle the Power Ranger knockoffs and then you um you gotta battle the the Final Fantasy three boss when you get into that secret room. Yes. Yes. Oh yeah, that's yeah. also. I've done it. Like when you gotta fight, you gotta fight the the, the sensei in the dojo. And yes, all that. I just like, did I'm, that I'm too. Yep. Yeah, I'm done it back in the Fuck, day. Fuck, your memory's good, man. Shit. So it's Final Fantasy Tactics seven. Okay. And then I think RPG and Chrono Trigger is like a top for the three games I've played the most over and over. Like I've been uh, playing, so that's why it's like I have it. I remember it so much because I played it. Because at the when I was young, I couldn't beat the I couldn't beat the, the extra bosses at the time. I'm like, no, gotcha. we had to come back. We kept starting the game over. Like we started to get stronger. We come like then one time we finally beat it. Like all right, we, we finally did it. Well, and, and with the remakes, they make it easier because they add that quality of life options where you could either rewind or the extra save points, or or when you die, you don't start all the way back again. You know what I mean? I will use the triple attacks though because I seen they added the triple attacks. It's like, oh, that's fire! Yeah, like they, yeah. they added something that's new. I'm like, okay, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a die. Like, it giving me a reason to just sure. deal with the notes. Like, all right. <laughs> See, because I don't know about you guys, but what got me into the turn-based RPGs or JRPGs, whatever you want to label them, was Super Nintendo. Because before that, I found the ones on the regular Nintendo. I used to call them like, oh, those aren't games. You have to read. I don't want to read when I play a video game. Like, you know what I mean? But then Final Fantasy came on the Super Nintendo because over here, I think the first one that we got was part four or three, I believe. I I, I think we got three first. I think so. it was, yeah. yeah, whatever it was, yeah. So that got me into it. Hook, and now what's known as Final Fantasy VI, that's the one I've played the most. And that's the game where I have pretty much memorized. Like from the train sequence to the opera, to, the whole story is fantastic. I still have that cartridge. Shit! <laughs> yes. Nice. I still have it. Yeah, I still have that cartridge. That was one of mine. That's one of mine too. But seven, I, like, because I had seven at the time, so I had to go back to the Super Nintendo to play six. I'm like, oh, nah, we, we got to play three. Because uh, it was like the RPG boom. Then anything with turn-based, we was trying to play. Wild Arms. True. All of the, the, like the early bare bones stuff that they put out. Yeah. Like, we was doing the Legend of the Gaia. Oh, that's another old one. Yeah. Yeah, oh, so yeah, I know. Somebody, oh, I see you. <laughs> I was like, yo, that's deep. Like, that's not even the popular popular. Like, that's nah, like, nah. That had the combos in it with the, um... With the directional keys, you can do like the combo as in your attacks. I'm like, well, yeah, the game was fired. And, and then fast forward now, you got the likes of Octopath Traveler, you got Sea of Stars. Oh, Octopath, like, Octopath is good. Like, I, you know I what I mean? It. Like, now it's, again, it's we're sort of in another boom of, of, of these type of games. 
I'm on triangle strategy. Like that's the one I've been playing the most since um last year. Mm. I don't know if y'all heard of the triangle strategy that they dropped. It's a it's a um strategy RPG um okay. from Squid. Oh. It's kind of like Final it's the Final Fantasy Tactics successor. Oh, it's like Tactics. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's that one. It came out like last last March, last April. Yeah, every time we get on here, we want to talk about video games too. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the I'm thing, not man. I'm not complaining. Well, we are no, in the man, time of season just... two, where the everyone's talking about the game of the year and what our picks are. So, how about this, guys? What are what are the games of the year that you guys played this year? Oh, ooh. it's a I'll deep let pool. You go first, since you was so. It's like you gotta catch me at whichever mood. I like I was really enjoying Tears of the Kingdom when it right first came out. Uh really like uh I Spider Man two I just beat well the main story, the main story. I didn't I didn't hundred percent or platinum it anything crazy yet, but I'm like eighty percent through it and I'm like, damn, this game is really fucking good. Like this game is awesome. Like I just, like, I don't want to spoil too much about, like, the things or whatever, but, like, I'm like, it's really fun. The story's really good. I've heard. I had a really good time just playing it, and it's beautiful. Like, I, I like, it just, it just, it just looks like, yo, <laughs> this is, like, the best-looking game I've ever seen. Like, and it's swinging through the city. Like, it's fun. I know um, I seen, I watched the beginning, and I seen, the, I don't mind that spoiling night either, because I didn't play it. My son is into it, so we're going to finish Mom Morales, and then we're going to get that one. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. I, but I seen the first, like the first fight. And yeah. I, I'm like, oh, nah, that's insane! Like the way they, the, yeah, I, I'm they not started up hot. They're like, yo, we started yeah, off, <laughs> but the way it's like who they use and how they incorporated this powers into the. I'm like, oh nah, that fight, that, that first fight is yeah. crazy. Like I'm like, I ain't gonna see no more. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, but yeah, no, nah, I'll, I'll, I'll probably in that Super Mario Wonder right now. I'm like really digging it, and like that's like my sleeper right now because I'm like, damn. Me this too. game is fun. Like I'm just having a good time. Like it's simple. I'm chilling out. Like I had some friends over uh, for uh, after Thanksgiving, and like some of us were playing a little bit of it. And I was like, oh, this is this is just a, this is just a chill good time. Like you like multiplayer wise too, right? Yeah, exactly. Like and it just like they changed it up a little bit because you're not like really supposed to like bump into each other anymore. Anything I like love that. that. I love that. That's yeah. all. And, and like, I realized I hadn't played like a, a 2d platformer right. like that in a long time. And I, I was like, Oh, cause some of the fun in it is just, you know, fucking around it for friends, you know? And now it's like, Oh no, we're just focused on like, like at the worst, Dang I'm it. trying to like beat you to the end of the level. Like I'm speaking, speaking. Right? Make it competitive somehow. <laughs> right. And that's it. But I'm not like, I can't kill you or I can't like jump on top of you and right. make you fall into a pit or something. Oh, so you're one of the rare people that actually enjoy playing that way. Cause I found a lot of people hated the collision and everyone always get pissed playing it with people. The fun part to me, the fun part would be like where you make the pack and then somebody break it. Yeah, you know I mean, like it's like, like, oh yeah, we're not gonna hit each other, and then you find a certain scenario where it's like a mushroom or something. Like, hold on, I'm, I need it more than you do, type of thing. That's that's the fun part about it, where everybody upset. But yeah, like to take it out, I can understand that's cool because it's like you focus on the goal. Like we gotta, we gotta hit it. Yeah, yeah. Like, as I get older, I'm more like I'm more unity based. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, I'm just like, oh, I'm just trying to see the end credits, man. <laughs> <That's it. laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah, because I'll throw that one up there as one of my favorite games this year. And obviously, we already talked about it. Super Mario RPG, I've been loving. 
But I haven't really been playing a ton of new stuff. I've been trying to catch up on my backlog. I'm I'm almost there. The newest game I'm actually playing is uh, the new Assassin's Creed game, Mirage. And so far, it's not too bad. But I'm a huge Assassin's Creed fan. I'm a sucker for them all. I, I don't know why. I just love that whole world and that whole story. And open world games, hook, line, and sinker, that's my kryptonite when it comes to video games. I'll play those all night long, man. Nah, I, I have a lot of love and respect for Assassin's Creed. You, you good, you good. <laughs> I know my game of the year is it's in reverse it's like it's probably from everybody else's game of the year from last year I'm playing Elden, Elden Ring right now so it's like oh. I just finally got into it like I finally jumped into it this summer yeah, yeah. so that's that's my game of the year and if I had to say a new game I would say Sea of Stars it's a it's an RPG that came out yep. um, it was on the it was an Xbox Xbox Live now what is it the, the I know we get the free games for the money the Game Pass, yeah, the Game Pass. I was yeah. playing the Sea of Stars over the summer. That was a new game that came out that I like. It's another, it's just like the RPG got kind of Chrono Trigger. Yeah, it's, act, it's actually, it, in, I actually have it on the, it was a cool game. It is, yeah. But if I got to say new stuff, it'd probably be the basketball, you know, 2K, man, and all that <laughs> stuff. You know, <laughs> yeah, easy, easy pick. Hey, there you go. And I was just going to ask, have you guys played Fight Forever this year? I, I don't think yeah. I definitely, I've definitely played it. I've definitely played it. Yeah, I played it. And, okay, <laughs> should we just move on then? <laughs> <laughs> just play, um, if you want to go to the jukebox, <laughs> And no matter well, what I'm anyone saying, says, you need competition. I'm not gonna sit here and lie either, like and act like it's the because that's not me. I'm not gonna. I, you'll see people get, pretend that is. It, it, I'm not gonna do that. I'm not gonna disrespect evil at the same time. Of course. No, it's all but good. It's, it's all well. Speaking of music, too, the last time you were on, you didn't have the theme track for Commander. How did all that come about, my friend? Just working. Yeah. <laughs> Working, the opportunity presented itself, and I was available. 
And you know, every time I get a, I get a, I get a wrestler. It's for me, it's a challenge because it's, I never feel like it's somebody that my style actually really that is suited for. So it's like I gotta step out of my box every time oh. I get, I get the call, and I like it because he always. Like, it would be nice to get somebody that I'm like, yo, like, I could really rap on, like, how I rap. But at the same time, it's like, okay, he's trying to see what I could do with this or with this. So when I got the commander joint, there was another artist on there. Shout out True God. He was on, he's on there as well. You know, when I got the song, I'm like, okay. I looked up. It's always this quick thing, too. And I never get wrestlers that I know of a lot about, so I had to, like, <laughs> a fast study on Commander. Because I'm like, yeah, I'm like, I'm not going to sit here. I, I, I watch wrestling. I watch a lot of wrestling. Sure. I'm in school with a lot of things. But when you bring in, like, when I first got Top Flight, they was on me on TV that one time. Like, right. I didn't even mean, I'm like, yo, I got to go really. I spent that whole weekend, cra- like, crashing, <laughs> like, watching all eight matches, hitting them up, like, yo, anything you want in the song with Commander, it was different because I want—I didn't know the language barrier. I didn't want to bother that yeah. man. I'm like, yo, I just got to figure this out on my own. Like, <laughs> so we just we went to work. You know, I'm happy with how it came out, though. No, that's yeah, because it is a great he beat, my friend. Great beat. He on TV a lot too, so he was right. He was on TV way more than Top Flight. I'm like, damn, this nigga committed. He'll win a lot, but he be on there. <laughs> it's like. Well, he's considered one of the best uh, luchadors right now, too, going. So th- that's a good tip to have nah, as well, man. He got some, he building something. He got, like, that rope walking. I like his rope walking stuff. Nah, nah, he's he's incredible. He's incredible. <laughs> yeah, the matches him and Vikingo were having, oh, my God. Like, those oh, things yeah, are classics, yeah. man. Shit. But I feel like if you, I say it, you got to, they got to treat him like that. Like, you, all them losses, it's like when you lose, lose, lose. You got to go away for a while. They come back with the renewal, like, because after a while, who gonna, you can't really, one one win might, certain scenarios, one win might be able to turn it around, yeah. but it take the, it take an exceptional way to do it. Like, you sometimes, and if you're not the focus, you're not going to get that attention. So it's like, he need to get some momentum. It's like they not really give him a chance to, it's put him in a position to highlight him in a way, but not really showcase him if, like he's definitely getting his chances to make his little moments though, which is a good a blessing. Like I know he probably want more. Everybody want more though. Of course. Yeah, I was gonna say everybody, everybody want more. <laughs> Who doesn't want to be in every segment? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, I mean, I don't know. You mean got to be MJF and have thirty minute uh, promos? <laughs> yeah, word. Start the show and then start the show and the show. Right. Well, we get to see multiple times during the show after that too, and they like. Don't forget the backstage segment where they follow you. Yeah, yeah, you know, you know, you gotta check in, see, see you get dressed. <laughs> and then the ice after the match. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, that's the staple. That's the staple. Oh, when you, when, yeah, when you're in the training room, yeah, yeah, that's the staple. Oh, that's like well, uh, another track that you dropped recently too, Messiah Complex Two, my friend. Why a part oh. two to a follow up of such a classic track? So it, it's kind of, it wrote itself because like Seth, so Messiah Complex came from the Monday Night Messiah. And when he, when he had that theme song, I, I said, well, they flipped, they came up with the concept from there. So when he had the, oh, you know, it's, he got the song going now, it was right. like, it, it kind of was, and I was I was playing around with the Messiah Complex, the whole MC Squared, MC2, oh. MC Squared. I started messing around with the, 
with the wording and the, the the imagery and just the the numbers and the letters. I'm like, you know what? Let's go. Let's <laughs> go to the game. Came over with all another song, so I dropped it on my birthday and shit. And this is the first single off of Far Rocky Might Have Been. That's my next album coming out. Like, that's a little bit of a scoop right there because I ain't nice. dropped the title nowhere, but she we be working. Far Rocky Might Have Been. <laughs> she ain't worried. Got a new album coming, so yeah, that's. And also, Top Flight is back. Yep. That's awesome to hear, my friend. Okay, how about this, guys? What are some of your favorite theme and en- entrance themes of all time? I know it's hard because you got yeah. some bad. Because I, I try and categorize them as just pure instrumentals, and then you have someone who with, some with lyrics. Like well, it's, it's, I was waiting out because you know I you know I can talk about this for, for yeah nah, like for, like for me like when I was a kid and I mean I feel like it's not it's an obvious one to say like it was always Stone Cold like the the glass breaking sure. and everything too because like it just got your attention like that was the oh I gotta come from the other uh, the other part of the house to come watch <laughs> see what's going like I gotta see who we gonna fuck up I gotta see who he's gonna beat up I gotta see who he's gonna stutter like I gotta see what's gonna happen like it was. And like you know, then dance, dance, like you just like yeah, you feel cool. it. <laughs> the thing um, I loved about that that era is when they when they released WWE the music volume four because all of the stuff you used to have to watch and wait for Raw to hit, you was able to listen to it whenever you wanted to. So that yeah. that gave me a different type of love for those things, like the brew. Every song that's on there, the brew too, yes. times because you know you ran that from front to back, like. And if you had those figures, you would play the music for your figures when you're doing your matches. <laughs> oh, man, I was me with the Hardys. I'd be making yeah, like, <laughs> the Hardys theme in the background. Right? Yeah, like, so for me, like, if I'm going to just do an instrumental, I can, I'm going to, I, you know, I always say the Beverly Brothers because that's like my, that's my, I still listen to that, like, like, as a, like, just when I, throughout the day, like, I might just throw it on just because it's one of my favorite songs to listen to, the Beverly Brothers theme. I like Blue Blazers as well. You ever listen Shit. to this whole theme? It's pretty... Uh, but if I got to do, like, all right, favorite... Hmm. I don't even know if I have a favorite. I know, I it's hard. Because there's so many. Yeah, because there's also, like, different things. Like, Undertaker's yeah. theme is iconic. And maybe... Yeah. Like, like, that's kind of got to be goaded. But I don't, like, listen to that out of my way. Like Exactly. Because like, that's what like, I'm not listening I think... to that at the gym. Yes. I'm not listening to that on a train ride or whatever. You know what I mean? Like... Really? That'd be kind of weird. <laughs> yeah. I know. Can you imagine? Like for me, it's like a lot of these songs are sample, so I was like, it, I got a different type of, I got a love for all of them, kind of like I don't sure. like to. So yeah, it, oh man, I, I got if I gotta nail it down to one, damn. Um, I'll throw my instrumental. You you sampled it, Jake the Snake. Oh, ooh, ooh that's yeah, yeah. He's got, yeah, he's got, he got a couple. He got a couple though. He got a couple different ones, like with variations of the same one. Oh, that's he got the right. One where he say, "Trust me" in the beginning. Yes. And then he got the regular one that just rocks. So yes, yes, like, yes. You're right. More sinister. That's the one right there. Yes, like, that's, that's I think the that's one. the one. That's the one. You're right. It still got the melody. It's the same one, but it's just a little more darker. Yeah, like that's not like his towards the end of his, end of his first WWF run. Yes, like, exactly. 
Yeah, oh, that's ooh, that was specific. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like right when he fought Undertaker, that's from that WrestleMania. Shit. When he trapped his hand in the casket. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> He's like, whose side are you on? Not yours. Classic. Was a menace. Classic. I know it's tough, right? There's a lot of good wow. ones. I'll even go with wow. Rest in Peace Bray Wyatt, his original one. Oh, but even the Fiend one, like that was the remix oh, no, of the Fiend first one. Like they went crazy, like because it was still it was still a callback to his first theme, right? But like it, it, it was it was just like and it was mad intense and gnarly, like Code Orange. They did the thing. I got y'all. If I'm gonna go okay. instrumental, it's gonna throw a lot of people off. But Break Orbit. Neville's theme from NXT. Oh, like the okay. first one. Okay. That's one. That's like that's that's my that's my instrumental. I take break of it. Like, and with words, <clears throat> there's a lot of good ones too, right? And I, I mean original theme, not someone who just pulled like a track off someone else, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah no, of course. Oh, I just thought it was, for me, Jeff Hardy, No More Words, like that, Ooh. when, I, oh, when yeah. I heard that, I was like, yo, give that man the belt, like that's what <laughs> right give man, give man the belt. You know, that theme is like, it's certain themes that take me back to that time period, like his, when I hear that song, it take me back to that era of wrestling, like sure. when he was making that little ascension, when he was finally getting his shot, yeah, like it was like, like, yo, I'm more than just a tag wrestler, like uh-huh. I'm more than just a dude jumping off ladders, like I could... I could be the main event of your show, you know. Do something. Give me a chance, and they gave it to him. Yeah, yeah. What are we gonna say, um, I with words. I Yo, I really should too. be more prepared for this. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I just got so much stuff going through my head, like of stones, of songs I love, like false themes. Honky tonk man, come on. <laughs> <laughs> Those are classics. <laughs> there are some horrible songs too, man. Come on. <laughs> Demolition was good. Oh, Demolition was a good one. You're right. That got you hyped. Yes. No, oh, yeah, that was that's good. Jamie's first one. Ooh, it's too a shame. Too many lives. <laughs> too many lives. That too many lives thing. The crazy thing <laughs> is when I first heard that joke, I was like, yo, what the what the fuck are people talking about? Too many lives? And my friend, <laughs> you, know, you don't hear it? And then he sang it. Like, he played the song for me on his phone and then sang it and was like, oh, fuck. And then now lives. all I hear is that. And I'm like, damn. You know, and then it's a shameful day lobster head, right? Yes. And I'm just like, what's good with y'all? Who's hearing this? Like, what's good with Like, something's wrong with you guys. <laughs> nah, lobster head. Yo, oh man, too many lives. Too many lives. Too many lives. <laughs> Brock, Brock is right. a good, another instrumental that's like, Brock ain't even just got oh. to change it. You can just throw Brock theme on it. He had the same, pretty much the same theme his whole career. And it's no, it's never, it don't feel old. Never feel tired. It's just like, it's, you hear yeah, Brock it, it, it kind it's of brings the same back to the 2000s era though, where it's, it's like, the same man, excitement. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Especially when it hits you by surprise, like when he do that comeback and you hear that first, that first yes. note, you like, oh. yeah. Especially when he been gone for like a year or no. two. Like that next time it hit, it's gonna be that same feeling, like oh shit, right? Business is about to pick up. Like yo, you already know what you hear that 
Jericho has a few good ones. Yeah, break the walls down. Yeah. Like, that's probably my real answer, like, for, um, like, words. That's fair. With words. That's a good one. I guess that counts for words, right? Yeah, of course it does. I mean, it's not really, he's not really saying, he's, like, talking. Break the walls down. No, it counts. It counts. It counts. It's, like, talking like he's scatting, right? (laughs) (laughs) You gotta get the Titantron, too, with the countdown and everything, too. Uh See, now, can you imagine when he eventually comes back again for his last run in WWE? Can you imagine that pop? It's going to be like 60. It's going to be like Ric Flair. It won't matter, bro. It won't matter. It will not matter. We can get another Ric Flair run. That's going to be all, man. He's going to be balding. But he's still going to be going to reinvent himself, probably. He's going to have another gimmick. And it's going to work. He'll be able to bring out that lion suit, though. I bet you. He, he's going to still do that lion suit. Nah, I don't want him to how you bullshit himself. He got to <laughs> chill. He's getting too old. He got to stop. He got to retire that. Because, like. You know, he still look good, though. The crazy thing is he's not still. Not all the time. Not all the time. Sometimes. <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> but, like, you know, that's the move right there. He got to chill. Because that move is, is, is kind of the older you get. It gets harder. You gotta try. You gotta put a little more oomph to get to get over. I mean, but you 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 got more. You got in rings in ring experience. So if you feel like he should still be doing it, then I'm gonna take your word for it. <laughs> nah, I, I just I want him to still be doing it. I, I, I'm always a believer. I'm always that guy that's like, nah, he still got a little bit more left. He still got a little yeah, bit more left. You still got it. You the one that start the chance. You <laughs> still got it. My thing is like, nah, they never lost it. That's still true. He invented everything. Nah, Jericho, nah. So he might, he got a case for never losing it. He had little moments, like the air fryer era. Like when Ricky started, the air fryer era. The air fryer era. He almost lost it in the air fryer era. I had to go, but he pulled it together. Dude, he be, it's like, I feel like he goes through these phases, and then like, because he's always that, been that wrestler that's always trying to figure out what he needs to do next. Mm. And who he needs to rap, like or who he needs to be. Attached to next, basically, because it's only yeah, like yeah, that's also fair. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. I'm same, smart. Same thing. And same like, thing. <laughs> so like, I feel like he sometimes he gets in these moments where it's like he's too, it's too focused on what's next instead of like what you're doing right now, and yeah. it's like yo, like yo, wake up, what you doing right now, though? Instead of looking for the next host body, you gotta finish. You gotta still feed off of the one you want. Like you're looking <laughs> for the next host body, like. Now he's with Kenny, though. Now he's with Girl, Kenny. Ricky starts, he, you see, he found, he's finding his way back to Ricky. Like, <laughs> Pretty Ricky. Oh, shit. <laughs> Pretty Ricky with the comb. Oh, my God. Well, speaking of comebacks, this was the weekend, my friends, of comebacks. You have Randy Orton coming back. You have CM Punk coming back. And in my opinion, the greatest comeback in the last 10 years, oh, R-Truth. Okay, of course i love that guy yeah, yeah, come yeah, on yeah, speaking yeah, of guys in their 60s because it was about to be a whole revolt <laughs> yeah nah r-true goaded like man r-true how r-true found the found of youth and is not telling nobody nothing nah he, nah, he might have shared it with kofi because yeah, nah, kofi's, kofi's another one and lastly him and him, 
Lashley and Kofi might be, they might know the same person because Lashley was better than he did when I first seen Yo, him. that's the thing. How his face look more youthful? How you got Yeah, more yeah, years? you look better than you did. But when you don't got no hair ever, it's hard to show. Like, you've never had, I've never seen him with hair ever. So it's, it's like, true, right? All you got to do is basically, it's like a like a bowling ball. You just got to polish it. You know what I mean? Just keep it polished. You good, like. You know, he just rinses off. He gets a, he gets yeah, a like, like, oh. All you, all you, like, the right, all you, and he good. Get his tattoo eyebrows touched up a little bit. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> I can touch up the tattoo. And you good to go. <laughs> Oh, that's hilarious. Yes, no, I love R-Truth. That man, he is so entertaining. Talking about like a full-rounded wrestler. Like he could speak on the mic. He could go in the ring. He could do comedic. He could be serious. He could be face. He could be heel. Like, you know what I mean? He is like one of my favorite wrestlers of all time. Like this man should be first ballot Hall of Famer. No questions asked. Yo, he retired. That's the thing. He never, he never going to retire because he never going to He's just gonna be around forever. He's the new Brooklyn Brawler. He's gonna <laughs> wrestle. He's just gonna always be in segments. He's just gonna always be there. I want him to like go to the Hall of Fame, and I want him to be like, finally, the main event of WrestleMania. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he, he nah, you know what would be fired if he get it, like he get inducted. Somebody read, you know, they do the, the whole introduction form. He come out. And start reading the introduction for somebody else. Like he's like, oh, they might like, reinducting you. He like, oh, it's mine, it's mine. <laughs> That'd be good. Like, well, I thought we was here to induct Kofi or something like that. Like, yeah, yeah he's gonna be like, yo, I was here for my boy Kofi. He's like, why am yeah, I here? Yeah. <laughs> like, oh my nah, god, nah, that is too so, funny. Like, I like this. I like the my whole life. I've been a wrestling fan, and I like to be able to say I could predict stuff and forecast things. <laughs> but when I see them partial vignettes. Back in the day, when he first popped back up around the Kazani time and all of that, and then he starts seeing vignettes for all truth, I'm like, yo, that's Ron Killers. He coming back. I would have never imagined that shit would have been 15, 16 years. Like, a right? 15, 16 years. Yo, like, like, I could have like, never that, that long? That consistent? Like, all, the, all the spring cleaning cuts he done avoided. Like, all nice. of the stairs. Funny. He probably like, Good. I don't know if he's not the longest tenure superstar, like as John Cena, of course, but people like that, but he up there, like for for like for ex killer auxiliary characters, he's like got to be the most longest tenure. Like I don't know who else. Maybe Ross Simmons could Ross Simmons come back and do the damn every once in a while. No, but that doesn't count. Yeah, Ross Simmons like a legend now. Like you know, yeah. Our truth is up there with them type of runs. That he just been around forever. Like it's true. Back, like oh seven, if I'm not mistaken, oh six, oh seven. Around that range when he came back from TNA, or maybe a little bit later. Yeah, maybe maybe seven. No, then you yeah. know what? Orton hasn't beat then. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, like for him to come back and just been on the roster continuously all that time. Oh, I see what you're saying. Be like the mid Carter. That's all. Never imagine that Ron, Ron, Truth, Ron, the Truth Killers from TNA would have came and fit right in with the and just became a part of the WWE universe again because of course he was K Quick, but it's just like. The way he's just like an integral part of it, like you need him popping up. It's it's just it don't feel right when he's not around to pop up and stuff and mess yeah, it up. Nah, we we were lacking. We were lacking for a little yeah, bit. So when see back. him, see him on Sunday. I mean, see him on Saturday and on Monday. I'm like, yo, so yeah, that was great. See him again, no, like, Monday, yo, Monday was go. awesome. I was dying. Hey, we gonna just be seeing all this. He's like, That's yo, I'm on your team. Yo, what we doing? <laughs> <laughs> And then it's just he's so funny. They can't, they don't even want to beat him up. They don't. 
this you got to give the R Truth Gun the match, though. Oh man, I don't even know. I don't. Even, it's like I want it, but then I'm like, I don't even know how I want. It. I'm like, do I want to watch him wrestle? Or do I just want to make him serious? Make him get serious for his last little run and get serious and he face Gunther. He get in there and want to joke around and get chopped. He turned into a he turned into a thug and setting off of a chop. Like whoa, he like yo, hold on. That's too far. Okay, so what did you guys think of Survivor Series as a whole? Because I found it weird, again, once again, no traditional Survivor Series match at the Survivor Series. Not even on the pre-show, nothing. They went with War Games once again, which is fine because I love War Games and both the women and the men performed. I think it was pretty much those. The Gunter match was good too, but I guess those two were pretty much the highlights for me of of the night. What did you guys think as a whole of the whole, uh, what is it, PLE they call it now? Can't call it pay-per-view no more. I'm, I'm, I'm getting tired because people, people on good. Twitter be doing that too. And it's like, yo, we, we don't got to disrespect these people nope. like that. Like, nah. Like, this is awesome. Miz, is, Miz has been good. He's been good for a while. Like, people sleep on him. And obviously, he's in the ring with Gunther, who just, Gunther just does not. Gunther, oh, every match Gunther has. Yeah, that guy's going to beat everybody up, man. Yeah. But, uh, like, it was good. The War Games matches were fun. I love Bailey being a workhorse and right? the trash camp spot with EO. Like, oh, all the fun. favorite spot of the night was that right there for me. My favorite thing is always the smile on her face. Like, <laughs> oh, you're, you're insane. Nah, like, but you know, I'm sorry, you know what got lost in it? Uh, it's hard to wait this time how she got the trash can up there. Because yes. she got somebody, you know what I mean? That was smart. That was smart. Like, right, she, she, was, she was thinking ahead, like, I'm not yeah, going to like, do with this. this. Next time, I'm not trying to catch it this time. Just somebody like, I'm, I'm going to have it up here with me. I'm going to figure out a way this time. Nah, but as yeah. far as the, um, how you said, the War Games thing. So when they call it the Survivor Series War Games, like, I'm a, like I think that's what they do when they have the, the, the War Games tag they ch- to make to make us not expect the traditional joint anymore. Like Maybe if they go away from it, it'll be back to that. But what I miss about it, even if we're going to do that, can we get some brand versus brand, please? Like, what's up? This, That's man, exactly what I was thinking. Like, I thought for good. sure, because they brought in Nick Aldis now, I'm like, oh, this is perfect. You got two yeah. former NWA yeah. world yeah. champions. Let's have them fight each other. I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt and say they're going to take a year to build the, the conflict between uh, Aldis and Pitts. Gotcha. So next year, when they do brand versus brand, it'll mean more. Like, because he did come like maybe three, four weeks before, so it'd have been forced. So I, I give them, the, I give them. The, see, they, this is the when they, when they book well and give us stuff, you give them the benefit of the doubt. Like, I, yeah, I, and I I'm guess. Like, yo, just let them cook. I'm always a yo. You guess what happened? You, 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 you know, you yeah, when the story ends, that, that's when we complain. Like, complain once it ends, because then we see, we saw everything. Right. I can't, I can't halfway through be like, oh, I don't like. Because I mean, what if it's a down period? What if it's, what if it's supposed to take you down? 
Storage is supposed to do this. It can't just sure. be up the whole time. Good point. Like, it's impossible. That's not how stories work. No, good point. No, I'm just upset because I loved the classic Survivor Series matches. Like, I grew oh, up on that valid. shit. Like, I, I you know what I mean? Really At least give me one and just like how R said it, let's have a brand versus brand, a traditional Survivor Series match, and that's it. You got enough wrestlers. Like, yes, you thank you. Like, you have enough people to do it. And it could be built. It's enough TV time to do it. Yep. You could even do something where you had the, you could have had the secondary champions captain the team. Gunther and his team versus Logan Paul and his team or something sure. like that for the traditional match. Like, Man, just something to get the brand versus brand in. Out of all the years to not have NXT involved, I'm like, yo, you could have, you know Because I mean? I'm with Dragon uh, Over. Remember, the last thing I had everybody would have made roster. So I'm like, yeah, we got to get Dragon Off. We got to do NXT, get NXT involved with the Survivor Series again. Like, Please. Last time they did NXT, NXT schooled them, man. NXT. Yeah. <laughs> they had the champions in place to do it. Shayna Baszler, Adam Cole, Roddy Strong. You can't go wrong right. with those three at the time. Like, and you had Keith Lee bubbling up. Yo, that, that was that's forever one of the craziest survivors. Yeah, Keith moments. Lee bubbling. Like. <laughs> Him and his Roman going back and forth. I'm like... Mm-hmm. That that's my biggest like damn that hurt me. How y'all like fumble that? Like how right? y'all have that and you still fumble that? Like I'm like damn that was like that's a moment people remember for the rest of their like people in that arena will remember that for the rest of their lives. Nah, no, you ain't lying. And there was not, not even that. Even before that, you had him at the Rumble facing off face to face with Brock Lesnar as well. Like how do you fumble all that too? No, no, absolutely. Like, that's a big boy. <laughs> no, and, and it's just like. You know he's he's in, he's well spoken. He's, yep. he's like I've met Keith Lee before. He's like awesome. Like I got a chance to pick his brain once, and like he's he's just a, a great human. Like and I'm just like yo, how y'all? Like he's everything you want. He's big. He moves quickly. <laughs> right? He's intelligent. He's well spoken. Like what you want? Like what else you want? Like that's the whole that's the whole person right there. I know. But I don't know. Like you know, I, one one you know one man. Yeah, whatever. Hey, you can say that, but then AEW. Like, let's be honest. They're not doing much I either. I like NXT did a better job, yeah. if we being honest, like... Yep. No, for sure, for sure. And that's my NXT other thing. Did a better, NXT did a better job with Keith Lee than AEW. I, like, AEW go months without seeing him. Or if you, you gotta watch the the third show to see him. Like, you know what I mean? Like, so, recently they, he did a promo where it sounded like he might be... Maybe finally finishing the swerve feud. Can we get a match? We'll see. Can we? Yeah, but if we do, you know he's going to have to take the L because obviously they're building up swerve, right? That's probably why the match didn't happen, though, right? You think? Maybe. Because he was going to lose. And whenever they did the match, he was going to lose. Like It wasn't like he was going to win that match whenever it was planned. Right. That's true. That's true. And also, swerve is too much on a... he's, He's just... Yeah. Like, Swerve's on a trajectory right now. And, and rightfully so. Like, Swerve's doing his thing. He's really doing his thing right now. Like, he better be the one who dethrones MJF at this point. Because if they don't, that's another dropped ball, speaking of being I dropped. I don't know if it should be him, but I think he should be in the running. I don't know, because I feel like the devil should have something to do with it. And if he's not going to be the devil, then I don't feel like he should be part of the dethroning. But why Why can't he yeah. be the devil? He would be a perfect one, because he's got his goons with him. You know, the masks, Right. But when it fit it, like, so how would they gonna have to play it? Because you would, when you see, I guess you could see have something on over the mask or like, mm. 
Because the way I feel like they already pigeonholed it, so the devil having to be a certain person. So we can't. I can't. I don't feel like you can just throw Swerve in there and be like he was the devil all this time while he had. At the same right. time, was going to Hangman Crib and doing all of this. Well, stuff. That's true too. Like it feels like he had yeah. a whole other thing going on in the summertime too. Like, yeah, that's the other thing. So who, who do you guys think it is? Because I've heard rumors saying that apparently it might even be Jericho behind the mask. Speaking of, see, host body. Yeah, host body. It better not be Jericho. <laughs> I, I mean, my thing has always been like, I've, I've just been looking at whoever's not there. I was like, watch it be like Kyle O'Reilly or something like Ooh, that. That'd be still good. hurt, though. That's the only thing. Like, I know. All of the good candidates, like the person that it should be, we know it can't be unless yeah. the injury is fake. Or unless, I don't know, because I haven't heard anything about Kyle O'Reilly right these days. I'm like, like nah, he, he posted some, nah, he posted something. Recently, and it was like it was positive, but it was like he's just getting back into the ring type of thing, or just doing uh-huh. like physical content. So, so it's like the beginning of the journey, like the beginning of the physical part. Like I think he's able to finally start doing stuff from what I last seen. Like he's okay. talking about his range, of mo- his range of motion being limited and all that for the months that, like before. And Dang, so, when was the last time he wrestled? That's he's been gone been for so maybe eighteen months. Shit. Eighteen months, Jesus Christ! Was, I know it's been a year and a half because it was like maybe last May, maybe even last April. Yeah, because I remember him and Adam Cole were out at the same time. That's you know, right. When Cole was originally out, yeah. Dang. Mm, that sucks. Unless they did a tag or something after that, because I remember um, Adam Cole had something going on too. So Adam Cole had the concussion issues, yeah. like. Well, speaking of, maybe it could be Adam Cole and this whole leg thing is, you know, not a real I'm injury. Saying, the injury Yo, so Adam Cole, y'all, imagine Adam Cole just faked this, this this ankle injury and needed I'm surgery. When you watch how he got injured, it really was also fluke. If you really was paying attention, it's like he jumped down and all yeah. of a sudden he limped. They could yeah, play it off yeah. as that it was fake. Of course they but can. But the way he got hurt in some non-contact thing is like, all right. Because even at the time, I'm like, yo, they going mad far for him to be, if he hurt. I'm like, yo, he hurt for real? Because I, I didn't believe it at first. I'm like, yo, he got hurt. My biggest thing is the hurt. It's like, if he been hurt, why still he got the surgery yet? What you waiting for? No, but that was a while because that was the that was the story for a while. He didn't have surgery for like two, three weeks. And I still think he's in cahoots with with Strong and, and, and the boys there, Maven. Kingdom. Yeah, Taven and thing. And, and Bennett, for like sure. Because, he, come on, he spent the whole day with them making sandwiches and cleaning their homes. You're telling me they didn't speak strategy? Of course they did. Come on. <laughs> But regardless of who it is, we, find out, we find out that world's end, though, right? I hope so. Because, like, I love a good burn, long burn. But sometimes when it's, especially stuff like this, like, who's behind the mask type of type of storylines, is like, I want, like, something within at least four to six week time period. If you keep stretching this out for another two or three months, get out of here. Like, I'm going to lose interest already. Don't care. I, I just want to see more, like, I, I just want to understand, like, what... Like I, I, it's so interesting because my thing is like MJF is this like face now, like he's 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 firmly this guy now, and what we we we're about it. People have accepted it, and I'm just like I'm trying to think of like okay, who from his past? Uh, my first guess was Wardlow, but Wardlow nah. has been like yeah. in his face, going like I'm gonna I want I want you to look at me when I when I exactly like I, I want you to look at me. So I'm like, dang, I guess it's not Wardlow, but like I don't know how many people is MJF screwed over. That's word, sort of thing. Word. Like everybody. 
at the same time, you get into a place where it's being built up so much that it can't just be anybody. It better like, not be just anybody. It can't just be anybody. Oh, I know who it is. It's Goldberg. <laughs> They're going to sign Goldberg and bring him in. And there you go. <laughs> But it has to make sense, like because you can't just pull Pac and make Pac the devil because it don't make sense. Like actually, that's another one people have been throwing out there too. That's right. But, like, but why? But why? How about Osprey? He just got recently signed. Maybe they could put him under there too. He don't even. I feel like he wouldn't even. That's below him. Like the level. Like the devil got to build somebody up. They got to bring somebody up there. It can't be somebody that's already there. I see what you're saying. Down, like, also, Osprey kind of does his own thing. Like that doesn't feel like something Osprey. Yeah, it gotta, it gotta big somebody. It can't, it can't be somebody that's established. It gotta be the thing that establishes the person for what's coming next. Yeah, it just better make sense and better be part of the whole MJF storyline. Like you, like you, you guys no, been saying. Like, you could make it make sense from the Four Pillars thing, but Jungle Boy don't make sense either. Actually, that's yeah, another good I, I one, too. We're saying Jungle Boy. Yeah. You know, like, oh, that was a perfect way for him to come in and be taken more seriously. But I don't even, like, so, dude, I don't think, like, you can make Britt Baker make sense, but it don't, oh, it, yeah. don't accomplish getting, it don't accomplish getting the belt of MJF, though. She could still, she could screw him out of it, you know, she could. That don't, don't have the same impact as the devil winning. You don't think, as the person that's the devil. The person who turned out to be the devil, you know, who got yeah. in his head and fucked him over. Oh, but yeah. Mm. Brit makes so you could make Brit make sense though. And that's what a Brit and she's doing it for Adam. Exactly. Oh, that's what I'm saying. You could make it make sense where and I feel like that's a role that Tony Khan would be comfortable with giving her because you she's always been given positions, so it's not unfathomable that it could be her. You just gotta that's make point. it make sense. And you gotta make the payoff. Because you gotta like, how would you pay it off though? Either way, like you're gonna bring in Alicia out. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not I, like like that's yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> like, how would you pay it off? I don't know. Well, that's the thing. I guess only time will tell, right? Hopefully, it is a good payoff, and it's not the NXT parking lot. So. <laughs> It's so funny that they're even saying that on the shows now. That oh, NXT is like now it's its own joke on the actual show. How funny is that? I realize it because it's a serious matter. How many people been assaulted in that parking lot? Like everybody, yo. Anytime you need to write them off, yo, you need surgery. Yo, go to the parking lot. (laughs) Generations of people. We still ain't seen the key lines. Yo, I still want to know who attacked Hideo with Tommy. I still don't know. That's the big one. Nah. Yo. Howie, no, I don't don't like that because Hideo was already there. KO had his back and he was coming. He's like, so we passed by. You tell us KO. At that time, KO was diabolical enough to do that. You see how he set Sammy up? He set him up, he came, I love you, a big hugging in the ring, celebrating with him. Mm-hmm. Like, you see how the links he was willing to go for a target. I think it was KO. <laughs> or Finn Balor. That's what I, nah, like, I'm like, yo, that guy had to be the demon. Or Finn Balor, like, maybe he was going to come out that with Finn Balor. Who's the one who benefited the most from all this? Not KO, no, Finn Balor. Well, Finn was, Finn was going up. Hideo wasn't stopping that, because even when they was working together, Finn surpassed him already, like, 
Finn was already on that they rise. Were, like, they were going to go to Japan, though. They were. They were Hideo, oh, remember, Hideo was about to wrestle KO in Japan. Hideo, that title was as good as Hideo's. I don't, I don't think they could. Like, with Finn, because Finn, like... It's still Finn, for Finn, because obviously Finn is big in Japan. Like, he came no, up but Finn, you know, so when Hideo came first, and Hideo had a little bit of energy to him with the Ascension thing, where my name is Kenta, then he changed it, and he fighting Ascension, he got his partner, his Finn Balor. Immediately when it's Finn Balor, the energy changed. It's like, oh, <laughs> nah, it's not true. It's not true. Like, it wasn't. There's, sorry, I, I get it. There's levels to this. There's levels. There's levels. I don't think Kenta was getting that shot, like, because it would have diminished Finn's. Like, Finn had to get, Finn had to do it when he did it, like. <laughs> That's hilarious, my Everything god. Emotion from there because then KO went up to the main roster. Oh my god, they're gonna have an episode in the future of Dark Side of the Ring, the NXT parking lot, and it's gonna be all the fun. <laughs> <laughs> you can hear all the backstories, and then they're gonna come on and actually tell the truth. I did it, I was holding it in for 20 years. <laughs> oh wow, <laughs> that's no, I just wanted my shot at the title, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Oh shit! Well, guys, it's been a pleasure. It's been a blast. Thank you very much, gentlemen, for coming aboard today. Really appreciate it, as always. Now's the time to shine. Plug your shit. Whatever you want to promote, shows, events, socials, projects. Floor is all yours. Oh man, uh, <laughs> I got my socials <laughs> at Big Game Leroy on uh, Twitter. I'm not calling it X, Twitter, and Instagram. Um, and um, you can still, I still have merch up at prowrestlingtees.com slash buybiggameleroy. So uh, please, if you want to support, uh, you know, I don't, my medical bills aren't that crazy, but, uh, you know, you want to help me buy some new games? Let's uh, let's do it like that. <laughs> that was honest, man. Yeah, that was yeah, yeah. Cool. You know, that's, that's right where it's going. It's going right into the GameStop gift card. <laughs> um. And that's really about it. You know, I'm hoping to make a return soon, but um, if I am making a return, you know, it's better kept as a surprise. But listen, I'm almost there, so y'all better stay tuned. That's what I'm saying. Follow, find out where I'm going to pop up next, man. It's, it's probably coming soon. Does that Uh-oh. mean Does that mean you're the surprise entrant at the Royal Rumble this year? <laughs> Where's the Royal Rumble at this year? Florida? I think so, my friend. Yes, sir. It's a Tampa. I'll catch a flight. I'll catch a flight. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> nice flight from New York. It's not too bad. There you go. Yeah, it is. That's easy. That's that's a flow, that's a New York thing. We go to Florida like for weekends. Yeah, it's, like, it's, like, it's like going to the store. Yeah. Flat out Florida, like yeah, I'm going to Florida for a day. I'm gonna go yeah. hang out. I want to see this little. <laughs> uh, what about you? Are what do you got going on? Me, just look out for the album. Coming out January, video dropping soon as well. Nice. Um, as far as Rocky Maivia, as far as my socials, it's still, still the same. Rated R underscore, so it's R A E D R underscore, or Instagram, Twitter, Spotify, I'm everywhere. I mean, YouTube, all of that. I mean, just tap in. I'm gonna start tweeting again. I'll be, I'm coming back, y'all. I mean, like, I'll be taking these social media breaks. I'll be getting comfortable not being on it, but I'm gonna come, I'm gonna come back on like. Chilling, living life, man. People don't do that enough. Yeah, touching grass. <laughs> yeah, I'm not really living. I'm like, oh, I ain't sweet in forever. People be mad at me because I don't be saying that. Like, well, boy, I don't be on. Like, what you want me to check it? Sorry, I'm not on it. <laughs> like, but I'm coming back though. I'm gonna start. 
No, it's true. You, you got to touch that grass and smoke it as well. And for myself, you could find me on Instagram and X or Twitter or whatever you want to label it under Finger Styles, or you can follow the podcast on Twitter, the podcast app. Email, email us your thoughts, suggestions, comments, anything you want to get off your chest at the podcast app at gmail.com. Please rewind to the top of the show, support those fine sponsors because if it helps them, almost definitely helps me out. Most importantly, please rate, subscribe, review on all major platforms. And if this is the first time you listen to the podcast, please go back and listen to episodes featuring pro wrestlers such as Nick Aldis, Jeff Jarrett, Santino Morella, and many others. Go through the backlog, tons of great guests. Please check those out. All right, gentlemen. One last question before I let both of you go. Again, once again, time of the year. We talked about game of the year. What about your wrestler of the year? Oh, oh man. Uh, so, uh, Seth Rollins. Oh, Seth Rollins. That's, that's a good one. Okay. I, I thought about that one. I, I was like, dang, Seth is a workhorse. And if I got to do AEW, I'm going Orange Cassidy. Nice. Oh, Orange Cassidy is the workhorse over there. Uh, I'm gonna do it the same way as he is, but I got different picks. Uh, Rhea Ripley for WWE. Oh, that's a good one. That's a good Rhea one. Rhea Ripley's been like my like. She's just the coolest. And my favorite thing is like people become like people who don't even watch wrestling be knowing about Rhea Ripley. They're like, "Yo, what's what's her deal? Like, she cool as fuck. Like, what's right? her deal?" And I'm just like, she don't, like before they even like see a match of hers, they just they want to know like she cool like. That's why we gotta cherish her while we have her, cause she's not long for this wrestling world. Once somebody, once they really see her, they gonna take her from us. Like, yeah, nah, she gonna go to Hollywood and listen. By all means, secure your bag, secure your bag. Do you think they gonna take her from us? So we just gotta enjoy her while we have her. Yeah. Um. For AW, that's that that that. I don't wanna. I want wanna say Arch Cassidy, but I'm trying to be different. I'm trying to be different. I gotta have a different pick. Uh, no, if that's how you feel, like how could the, the international title run like? Honestly, the everything the he match always, of Moxley. He's been my favorite AEW wrestler for a long time, so it's it like was, it was everything. And then the match of Moxley, where he's just like that was great. cursing, that was bloody, great. Th- flipping him off, kicking him in the face, like the extra, the extra, like the added, the character, the stuff they added to his characters is making making the matches better. Yeah, and it's it's yeah. like. And it's still him. Like, he's still Orange Cassidy. He's not just like, oh, now I'm just this badass that curses everybody out, flips everybody off. It's like, no, he's still him. In his own way, this is how this is how he fights. This is how yep. he is. Yeah. So, all right, I'm going to go for Orange Cassidy. Go I'm going to Orange Cassidy. That run was real. That run was real. I just have one just to round it out and finish it off. I'm not going with AEW. Well, technically now he's AEW, but what he did this year, he's not AEW. Or WWE. I'm going with Will Ospreay. Because with his his match with Speedball Mike Bailey, another former guest, go back check out that episode. That was fantastic. That match. I and did watch that match. That oh, match was sick. Oh, match, so yeah. good, so good. The Josh Alexander match was crazy too. Another former yes. guest, go check that episode out too. Uh, and while we're still giving yes. flowers, the match he had with uh, Saber was really good too. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. And this year, like Always really, happened. really good. With the um, the Shota Minu match. I ain't gonna lie, like the one from um, the one that just happened. Mm-hmm. Oh well, yo, um, Moxley was there and everything. That's when um, David Finley attacked him at the end of it. Oh, New Japan, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, that, that match was maybe a couple weeks ago. That match was crazy too. Shit, so the Minu. So 
Then he'd just be running over and sign of AEW. Like, he's just doing everything right now. He's, he's like... No, I want him to sign with WWE so bad. I right did, too. Mind. Tell you the truth. I think they would have... <laughs> not that, that they would have done a better job. I think there's better characters on that side that would gel better with him, if that makes sense. Yeah, he could... And it's like... Yeah, you were... I, I understand exactly what you're saying. But I think that if he would have signed, we probably wouldn't have got punked. So, I guess it worked out hot day because... True. If they would have got Will Ospreay, they probably wouldn't have signed Punk, but they didn't get Ospreay. They were like, you know what? All right. They were like, all right, let's, let's, let's do it. 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 <laughs> On that note, he's Big Game Leroy. He's Rated R. I'm Steve. This is the podcast. Peace. Peace.